did not want to go through my career um, uh, just doing the, I hate to say normal doctor thing, but the system is kind of broken right now um, with the, you're, you're fully aware of the obesity epidemic, the sedentary epidemic, and uh, we need to do something else. What, what we're doing now is not working. So um, it, w- it was really out of, uh, again, frustration at my inability to affect change that just led me um, to start this. Hi, everybody. David Schwab here, Beyond High Street Pod. This week, this is a good one. This is a dear friend of 25 years. We're in the fraternity, the Delta Tall Delta fraternity, together at the same time in the early 90s. Dave Sabgear, Sabs. He's a cardiologist. He's a doctor. But he is so much more than that. Dave had an idea back as early as 1997 to break down barriers between patients and doctors. Several years later, um, talked to a patient in 2004 about joining him for a walk and his family for a walk to work on physical fitness, but also have a conversation about the doctor-patient relationship. That kick-started Walk with a Doc. The first walk was April 9, 2005. They are now in 376 chapters around the world, 11 chapters in India, they're in Nigeria, and growing to a thousand new chapters or a thousand total chapters by 2020. In the last few years, he's been honored by the Surgeon General, and it makes sense. He is not just a doctor. He is doing something great for all of us and really enjoyed the time with Dave, who's a busy man. Thank you, Dave, for spending some time. I hope everyone enjoys the conversation. We started with the moment when he realized He's on to something here. In the fall of 2004, the late fall, and I had spent quite a few years in residency and cardiology fellowship, uh, focusing on doing what I could to motivate my patients to be more active. Um, There's um, kind of a rule of thumb out there that 80% of cardiovascular disease is preventable. Hmm. And there's, there's even now some theorists saying that it could be as high as 99%. So, um, I was not getting the job done, uh, motivating people to exercise. So I wanted them to say no to my face. So at hmm. one point I kind of snapped in a patient room and I said, how about if, my family and I uh, were at the park with you. Would you join us? And um, that led to this uh, this snowball. That's incredible. So that that's fall of two thousand four. And Correct. Then, do you remember? Did that first patient actually say sure? Or and you guys actually went to a park and walked? Or was it months later or a year later when you actually created the program? Yeah, so the weather in Columbus, as you know, late fall was not good. Um, She bit on the idea. She said, uh, you know what, Um, that sounds good. When when would we go? Um, And I said, well, let me get your email and we'll get something together. And uh, collected about 800 emails over fall, winter of 04 and 05. We had the first walk April 9th of 05. And uh, we had over 100 people there. And 
we knew uh, during that you know, fall winter season that we had stumbled onto something much bigger than ourselves. Um, we were getting, uh, tons of requests from community members to partner and patients for the first time were showing, um, a real likelihood of, of getting engaged. Um, it, it, it had always felt that way before, you know, from, I would say I, I started, well, I started internship residency in 97 and, uh, people would say, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And, um, I felt like it was going to happen and it took four or five, six years to get through my dense skull that, uh, it just wasn't working. I was, the capture rate was 1%, 2%, um, just by saying it and recommending it. Um, it just wasn't working for me. It's it's fascinating. So you were even thinking that seven years before the first conversation with with the patient and and asking her to go to a park. Right. Uh, You know, uh, I would, it took me, you know, you'd see people every six, 12 months and then follow up. Um, uh, They weren't, they were always going to get around to it, but it was never happening. And uh, at some point, I just, I realized I did not want to play that charade for what was hopefully a 30, 35 year career in cardiology. Um, uh, these conversations weren't bearing fruit. And who, who, who uh, created the name Walk with the Doc? Is that yours? Is that family? Or who, who named it? Uh, that was me. <laughs> yeah. And it's with cool. a lot of input from, from friends. But yeah, it was a... Uh, it's a pretty special name. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of input and, uh, we had a situation down the road where we really wanted to look for another name and, um, we, uh, vetted hundreds of different names and nothing really came close. And so now it's, we're 2018. You started 13 years ago or the first walk was 13 years ago how often do you walk? How many people are out there? What, what's the actual experience like? Yeah, great question. So the anatomy of a walk, um, they're all different. We're very fortunate. We've got 376 different chapters now uh, around the world. But I can um, – and they all have similarities and they all have some differences. The one I am – involved in the most uh, is a weekly Saturday morning, 8.30 to 9.30. We'll have fruit, uh, water, uh, sometimes coffee, and we'll talk for five minutes, 10 minutes at the beginning of each um, event. And it's a really good way to break the ice and and bring community together. Um, The Walk With A Doc was initially started to increased physical activity and then we found along the way the importance of community and camaraderie and that is definitely a health risk factor uh, a social health determinant so that component of the talk at the beginning is um, pretty important to me and I believe to a lot of our walk uh, champions 376 chapters around on the world is freaking incredible. Where where is the where, where's the one place? Give give me one place uh, outside this country that y- you wake up still on a, even on a daily basis and say, 
I can't believe we've impacted some this place in the world that they have a walk with a doc chapter. Um, well, that's really kind of you to say uh, that Nigeria um, surprised me. Um, we've got a couple in Africa now, and it's it's starting to spread. And um, there's a lot of uh, fervor in India. We have a great leader out there, Rajasri Menon. And uh, she has started, um, I think they're at 11 chapters throughout India, and the feedback's great. So um, we... You know, this idea is a lot smarter than I am. It, it was a, a lot of dumb luck. And uh, right now we're just trying to be responsible to this gift that we were given. Well, you call it dumb luck, but I think when the Surgeon General gave you an award a couple years ago, he, uh, I think the Surgeon General and everyone appreciates it a lot more than dumb luck. So you've always been humble from back in our fraternity days 25 years ago, but there's there's a lot more to it than just that so well it's nice i mean there is a little elbow grease but where where we're you know really lucky is that it's something that every day feels like you know a holiday in here we work hard but um the feedback that um our coo rachel and our our um program coordinator brian gets uh it's a gift that that keeps giving so we're we're addicted to it uh it's probably a dopamine rush starting <laughs> new chapters and, and we're very grateful yeah so what yeah what is next with with the program i mean it's unbelievable success is it continuing to open chapters find geographies in the world that you uh have not been exposed to or, or don't have programs like this or or deepening what you actually do with the patients at the walk it's a great question swami and uh we've got we've got branches going in every direction we're we're addicted to starting more chapters and uh um but we also need the infrastructure so we're we're starting a uh development campaign next month uh to help increase our staff increase what we can provide uh for our guests and and grow we there's no question in my mind i'm 100 percent confident there will be thousands of chapters and we want to make sure that we do it right um very fortunate last week the the general director of the world health organization walked with one of our chapters in portugal and uh, spoke very highly of it, tweeted it out. And um, so our focus now is, is definitely U.S., um, but we want to uh, strike when the iron's hot as far as, you know, on a global front. That's it's great. It, and obviously the premise of this pod and beyond High Street was always to find people that I went to school with, friends with, colleagues, people to learn about and understand why Miami and the successes they've had uh, to date. What, what, I, what I really love about this, Sabs, is I assume you were pre-med, and we'll talk about school here in a second, and obviously that led to becoming a doctor and a cardiologist, but you're more than a doctor. You're an entrepreneur and a, and a social activist in some way, um, and w which is broader than just the field that you were. And so go back, try to go back for me when we were in school or you, in, you were in school and in college, we were having fun and doing the things that we do in the fraternity, but 
what was your what was your thought or thinking back then when you were twenty twenty one of what you were going to be doing at twenty five or thirty five? Yeah, um, I knew. Yeah, you know, just like everyone else who goes into med school, I knew I wanted to help people, and I, I felt that would be a good thing. Um, I was not an entrepreneur. I did not feel, um, you know, I, I think I did some philanthropy in the fraternity that was probably nothing at all to speak of. <laughs> um, uh, I can't even remember what we did. I know I was philanthropy chair, but I knew I sucked at it. Um, so I, I looked up to people in our fraternity like Walt Bernanke, Andy West, good friend of mine. They're incredible people going into medicine and kind of hopped on that train. Uh, I'd wanted to do it before and, and being around great friends um, made it a lot easier to go through some of the harder parts of, of pre-med. And then it really was, um, again, getting back to, I did not want to play that charade. I did not want to go through my career um, uh, just doing the I hate to say normal doctor thing, but the system is kind of broken right now. Um, with the, you're you're fully aware of the obesity epidemic, the sedentary epidemic, and uh, we need to do something else. What what we're doing now is not working. So, um, it w- it was really out of uh, again frustration at my inability to affect change that just led me um, to start this. And when you talk about Andy and you talk about Walt, what else do you remember about Miami? What during the four years again, besides yeah. the, your philanthropy and the fraternity and all of that, but the friends and maybe how it best positioned you for not just pre med, but just life and relationships, uh, really in the oh future. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean the the relationships you and I and, and the rest of the guys in our fraternity had. Um, it's hard to put into words. I mean, to have someone there with you all the time, and it, it was really like being around, um, you know, dozens of family members all the time that knew everything about you. You knew everything about them, and um, it was really an excitement that. Uh, it's hard to describe, I, you know, friendships to me are the most important thing in the world. So, um, having that, uh, geez, that's what, when I think about Miami, those are the first three things I think about are just the strength of the friendships and how valuable those times were. Um, the teachers were great, you know, that I, I absolutely love the campus. The setting couldn't be more beautiful. Um, it's it's the friends you make. Yeah, no, lifelong for sure. And in Columbus, I imagine Miami is all around you. Um, you see, probably see it uh, from a workplace perspective, but just also the, the community's probably pretty strong. Of course, you've got Ohio State right there, but probably mm-hmm. a lot of Miami in and around, right? Yeah. Um, you seem to you know, see, uh, Miami grads wherever you go. And that's a, it's a really neat thing, especially when you're doing, uh, work in other States. It's, uh, it's very exciting to see a a Redskin or a Red Hawks. And where have you gone? I mean, you talked about these unbelievable and someone from the WHO going to Portugal and Nigeria and now India with 11 Mm -hmm. chapters. 
where have you, has there been a place or how many different chapters have you gone on walks with? Or is there mm-hmm. a, a place out of this country where you've gone and, and done some of these walks too? Yeah. So full-time cardiologist, so not, not much, uh, freedom to, to get out. Um, when I give, uh, talks around the country, uh, I, I always try and, uh, to see a, a chapter that, that we're, you know, so excited to collaborate with and be a part of. Um, but, but nothing outside the U S I, I believe once the kids are out of school and there's, you know, uh, if I'm ever blessed with international talks, that'll definitely be on my, it's on my bucket list for sure. And how does it, does a, does a new chapter start from, a really just a, almost a small cardiology, cardiologist, uh, like a, sh- like a doctor's office or d- does it start in a different way when a new chapter is formed? Yeah, I would say yes and yes to that. We've, we've got, uh, fortunately a lot of incredible partners that are spreading the word, um, uh, via conferences. We have, you know, it did start out with, um, a cardiology bent. Um, but now I would say probably 5% of our walks are led by cardiologists. Um, we've got everything. We've got radiologists, ENTs, plastic surgeons, uh, um, pathologists, every medical specialty, family practice. It really runs the gamut there. You know, I'm just one of, of tens of thousands of docs uh, that really believe there needs to be a difference. And uh, it doesn't matter what specialty in they're, they're, they're jumping. And the word it's a, uh, it's a beautiful viral grassroots thing where people are talking about at conferences, telling their med school friends, um, the national park and rec associations involved. And um, it, it, that's getting back to every day is a holiday. It's, it's just fun to seeing uh, how diverse the contacts uh, are coming in from. Well, one of those traits you talked about that was so important to you, friendship. I mean, that's part of this entrepreneurial idea goes back to that. And that's what you're doing, it seems, every Saturday, not just you, but those thousands of docs and 376 mm-hmm. chapters, you're, you're creating and building new friendships every day. And not just building new friendships, you're building friendships between two different sides of the, the medical practice, the, the patient and the doctor. So I think that's fantastic. Ah, uh, thanks, Swami. Yeah, it almost feels like it's someone could take, I was trying to think before we even talked about how the idea scales and it, you've already nailed it that it's not just cardiology, it's, it's a doctor. And so that's, it's anybody in the profession. Um, and that's the scaling of this idea, which is wonderful. But but it also, I think there are many that could hear this pod and listen to you and the success of this and you know, still probably in the infancy 13 years later. There's so much more that you, you probably want to do. Um, but this this can be, you can replicate this in different fields too. Just anywhere where you've got, call it two sides of an aisle and a place, uh, an industry that's possibly broken and to find a, a connective place for this, it's a park and it's a walk because it makes so much sense for keeping patients healthy. Uh, but just to break down barriers, break down walls, build friendships, and talk to each other. Oh my gosh, you nailed it! I mean, breaking down barriers is that's our that's our thing. Yeah. 
So 376 chapters, what would you, if we're forecasting, when, when do we get to 500 chapters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 500 is looking to be uh, probably late spring, early summer. And we're growing at about 40% a year. So it's, it's, uh, it's pretty neat. I would put a thousand around, um, mid 2020. Wow. I've even forgotten how special a guy Sabs is. It all started with an idea and the execution. An idea doesn't work without execution. And wow, he's delivered on it. 376 chapters, 500 soon. A thousand chapters in 18 months, growing into geographies. The work has spread from cardiologists to all type of doctors. What an inspiration for all of us. For anybody that wants to join a walk or start a new chapter, simply go to walkwithadoc.org. Thanks, Sabs. That was a lot of fun. Maybe Oxford, Ohio could get one. See all skippers really soon. Take care.